0: See, I, I think I'm offering the insightful commentary and the humor.
1: So what am I here for? The color? They're big and low but so fun. They have eternal bags, and today is finally none. In a world setting in a Georgia town. On a show of bad berries and visual sound. In the stacks of love, Barry, where it always starts. The stacks are much more than either of them thoughts. It's Thursday for mayhem, it's Thursday for fun. In the stacks with Barry and the toy, it's second none.
2: You're late.
0: Yeah, it's my son's fault.
2: <laughs> You're throwing T'Challa under the bus.
0: Well, I told him like half an hour ago, I was like, hey, the podcast is coming up.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, but yeah, it was T'Challa's fault.
2: Okay. You want to blame it on me?
0: I see that you've already titled this episode.
2: Partially titled. So let's get the formalities out of the way. Welcome um, to another episode of In the Stacks with Barry and Latoya. And T'Challa! Yep. <laughs> I, I just looked at the title, and I'm very worried that you went and did something.
0: <laughs> is, is this going to have to have a warning on the show?
2: Maybe. I mean, I guess it depends on well, where the conversation well, goes. So, you know, there might be moments where T'Challa might feel like, you know, it's best if I just step out for a minute. I don't know.
3: No, no, I, I've probably heard about worse. But anyway, <laughs> anyway quick disclaimer, if I don't want, to, I, I'm trying to not to have spoilers, so I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this. this is, is it okay if I just say?
0: <laughs> Are you know, spoilers with the Bigfoot story?
3: Yes. <laughs>
0: by, by reading no, I'm this, talking right?
3: about, okay, fine. <laughs> this, this this episode may contain in graphics description.
0: <laughs> yes. Mon- raunchy oh, hominid sex
2: yes right yeah well, so it's the um we're putting up the uh the bestiality um <laughs> War. <laughs> warning so
3: it depends on whether he's a, a like a wild human or like some kind
2: of ape it depends
0: well from looking at your notes uh let it looks like you were able you were only able to take half of it
2: oh my gosh yes that's Athletic. all was <laughs> it
0: that was it <laughs> You weren't able. It wasn't able. You weren't able to penetrate more of the book
2: than that. I didn't have enough time. Choice of words. Yeah, I know exactly. Yeah. He's being very deliberate. Just want to slap him. Um. So what? What? Um. For our listeners, what? Barry and T'Challa are alluding to is so normally we have um the title of the show I usually do like the first part of the title is is more specific to Barry and then the second title part of the, the title has to do with me so this one I've already you know obviously I don't know what clever thing Barry will say or T'Challa that will make it to the title um for the episode for his. But um my part is the Bigfoot Contessa, not to be fused with the the 1954 movie that's called the Barefoot Contessa. Um uh, yeah it's a movie that had Ava Gardner and Humphrey Bogart. Good movie. Ava
0: Gardner. Ava Gardner good looking
2: woman. <laughs> uh, so last week you gave me grief about the fact that I had not even started the book and wow. i knew that i could not get away this week without ac- actually trying to you know have read part of it so i gave it the title in advance knowing that that was kind of the you know i was holding myself to that so so yeah
1: i, th- I can th- get to th- that th- a th- little
2: th- later <laughs> <laughs> i gotta ease That's into th- that th- i can't go full on with it
1: all
0: right all right That's e- yes trying to to you know string the crowd along a little bit
2: okay. absolutely i'm sure that's what they they tuned in for <laughs>
0: yeah. um, do you want
2: to talk
3: about what we were doing a minute ago yeah what uh, were
0: you guys doing yeah so we could start talking about that um okay. we were uh, playing a game called cthulhu wars hmm. and um you know all about the cthulhu mythos right mm,
2: i don't recall
0: h.p lovecraft well, the majority of the people in the world are familiar what, with it.
2: Whatever. I'm going to Google it right now, the majority of the people in the world.
0: It's by H.P. Lovecraft. It's um, it's very famous. He was a writer back in the 20s and 30s. He created this whole horror um, universe.
2: Who do you say it's by?
0: H.P. Lovecraft. Okay. And, um, you know, one of the things that uh, was great about him was he encouraged other writers to use his character. Yeah. Hmm you know there's cthulhu and azathoth and yog you know yog-sothoth yeah yog-sothoth so
2: what part why did you feel like i would know what the who what this I, was? I, I
0: knew I knew you would have no idea I just wanted to shame
2: you. Okay, I just, All right, all right. Well, you know, whatever. Just being clear, this is some for me obscure nineteen, early nineteen hundreds author yeah. that.
3: <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> There's a whole segment of science fiction and fantasy reserved specifically for things based off of.
0: Yes.
2: Okay. All right. Well, I'm. I'm glad T- T'Challa stood up there. All right. Go ahead, Barry.
0: You would recognize parts of it you just don't know you know it okay yeah yeah cthulhu is obviously the most famous part of it but you know you'll. yeah
2: it's a ct when i tried to i was gonna look it up by just cthulhu and couldn't do that so that's why i was like let me just find
0: out the author (laughs) but anyway we're we're playing a, a, a board game it's called um cthulhu wars okay basically you take on these different factions related to the elder gods and you're attempting to you know conquer the world
2: it's risk but with dark magic
0: and- yeah it's kind of okay. like risk. and um I'm actually- i've never
2: played risk but i know exactly what it is really i do know what it is
0: though not in humanity. Like, well, <laughs> we both went, <sighs>
2: <laughs> but- well that, i wasn't really into that at that you know that part of my life when I was introduced to it. So
0: yeah, you can play it on your phone.
2: No, no.
3: Playing a robot. You know, because
0: I, I
2: have such success with playing games online, Barry. <laughs> yeah.
0: So we, we we got the game. It's very difficult to find the game because the uh, the basic set is out of print. Mm-hmm. And so you can find all the expansions for it, but the yeah, but the basic game is hard to find. So we managed to like finally Peterson locate game. it. Yeah, Peterson game. And oh. So okay. We, so we got the main game and the first four expansions. And um, so we've unboxed it all and we were playing our first game. And uh, it's not going well for <laughs> Dad. Uh, but uh, the game's not over yet. Okay. It's not over yet. This game. You know, I still have a chance. It's mm-hmm. just.
2: You know. <laughs> the T'Challa is very clear <laughs> that no, you do not. But okay.
0: Six spell books and make it to the end of the game. I have all those elder sign tokens that will add up to my doom point. You don't know that anyway so that's what we were playing Okay. um, um so in other be, means, yeah i guess uh,
2: the, a uh, family heirloom since it's such a difficult game to find the original part of so
0: <laughs> uh, the school is over. four years mm. over um
2: started.
0: yeah is you did you started yourself reading? oh well yeah all right well that's a great book they but. just
2: said read
3: 10 books. they didn't
0: say anything well, oh good. my <laughs> gosh that's that's kind it of was. horrible
2: though if they just say read 10 books i think it's they're they're depending on you to read challenging books and not something basic right
0: oh well, yeah but he'll he'll read 10 chapters. well no he
2: will but you know
0: yeah
3: actually that's that's a great idea i i could just
2: <laughs> exactly if you, you can know, be as profound way. as that guy yes it, with your reporting yeah, of yeah say
0: like that student dude they're not going to make us anything
3: Look, they said you would get prizes summary last year, year before, and they did this year. And you know what? Didn't receive them in either those times. <laughs> never, I was never talked to about it again. I never had to turn in my list. Wow. I do it at the beginning of summer. Are you, are you sure you didn't get the, the prizes summer.
0: because you didn't turn in the list?
2: No, no, they never to turn in the list, who to turn it into, when to turn it into. Well, you know what's what kind I- of weird is that, Barry, when I spoke to or, or chatted yep, with yep. Jenny um, a couple of weeks ago, you know, she's still working in the library, and she'd mentioned Summer Reading Club, and it just, you know, it like, I don't know why, well, I guess I just don't really think about it, but it was the weirdest thing to think about the fact that the traditional summer reading program would not be able to happen. You know, so it's yeah. like, how do you build a summer reading program around, um, well, I mean, with no activities or, you know, activities you can do with others unless you're going to do like some sort of video conference or something. That's
0: I know something. at our old establishment, they uh, they still did story time, but it was like, um, it was, they just posted videos every week, you mm. know, like a Facebook Live. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, speaking of reading, though, um, I just finished reading the new Hunger Games novel, um, which is a prequel. So I you, know you, I know, you mentioned
2: this. You mentioned this last week, I think it was. But before you jump into the Hunger Games book, I was going to say that, yes, I am fully aware that the summer is here because my niece sent me a, t- a text yesterday, um, or I guess an iMessage, and told me, <laughs> she, all, all it said was, I passed. <laughs> so she is now officially um going into middle school. And it also means that, you know, some of the prizes or sorry, not prizes, but presents that I got for her. Um she can I, I'm actually gonna be able to give it to her. And then I think it was also yesterday, possibly today, the days are blending. Um, my white chocolate, my nephew who graduated from high school, took a picture of his diploma and shared it on our our family WhatsApp group. So that's pretty exciting. It's still so weird, um, the fact that they're as old as they are now. Uh, but So
0: was she concerned about passing, or was it just you know kind of a, hey,
2: I passed? I think there was a little bit of concern, because I don't know if she, you know, obviously living or being in a divorced household situation, you know, what happens in one household is not what happens in another. And so I think we were, we were under the impression that she maybe did not submit all of her assignments. I'm not completely sure. So, you know, I was like, how can you, like, fail this semester? You know, the, the COVID semester. It makes no sense to me. But either way, she passed, so she gets to get presents. <laughs> okay. But you can go on with your Hunger Games now. So you teased it a little bit, I guess, last week or week before. So tell us.
0: Yeah, and I know you saw the movies, right?
2: i told you i saw all of them except for the yeah, second part yeah, of the so last I, one right
0: so um you know this one's all about snow uh who in the movies was played by donald sutherland um mm-hmm. so it's about him when he's a young man um fresh out of university okay and uh, and it's you know it was interesting because you do like him he's very likable but of course you know but at some point, he's got to go, you know, Anakin and like kill all the young Jedi, you know. Right. Um, that was a Star. Wars.
2: I got that. But
0: um, it was okay. But yeah, there there was a, a love interest in it that was very cool, and um, and of course, you know, you know something's going to happen by the end, mm-hmm. you know, for him to become right, right,
1: um, right because he
0: doesn't. He, he's actually very sympathetic. Um, I will say the the moment where he makes a certain decision. I do think they did a pretty good job with it in that, that you can trace it back to the beginning. He makes a series of decisions that kind of leads him down this path. Um, but there's still one moment near the end where if he if he had chosen the opposite decision, mm-hmm. he still worked out okay, you know? And I felt that, that when he made that final decision, it still felt a little abrupt to me.
2: Okay. So he and was at the crossroads I, and took the wrong road. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and, and, and they had kind of built up with, a, you know, he had come to fir- earlier crossroads and, mm-hmm. you know, made these decisions. Sometimes there were things that morally I would agree with. Sometimes there were things I was like, mm. but when he makes that last decision, that last decision from which there is no coming back, um, I still kind of felt like, hmm, I just don't know. It's tough with prequels. I don't like prequels in general.
2: Well, I mean, I know, like them if they're actually turns. done before the, the main set,
0: um, but... You know. in that case it's not really a prequel it is you a prequel have, you have sequels to it but a prequel is really designed to be written before something else right right so if i write a book that's book one and then book two three and four comes out book one is not a prequel to two three well and four.
2: no i'm not saying that but think about it in the sense of like where the hobbit is more of a prequel to lord of the rings mm-hmm. So yes. now I'm so, that's what I'm saying is that th- that well anyway go ahead go ahead I'm my brain is muddled today so you go ahead
0: yeah so I don't I don't like prequels in general because of course you know how it has to end up
2: yeah but a and part of the fun is how it gets there right if they do a very good job of it
0: even I'm just saying even when they do a great job with it I'm still never as satisfied as I would have been if it had been just a completely totally new story right um,
2: do you think so that like
0: allowed, that- oh go ahead. To me, if you were going to do a Hunger Games prequel in mm-hmm. a way that I would have found more interesting, um, then I would have said, you know, do something about the war, right, that led to all this.
2: Right. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true.
0: About how things are divided into the districts. But when you take a character, especially a character who is the villain, and you do a prequel with it, you've got a tough choice because you've got, presumably, you're going to try and make them sympathetic which can sometimes be a bad thing. Mm-hmm. For instance, I thought that um, Darth Vader in the original movies was kick-ass. He's awesome. And now every time I see Darth Vader, I think, oh, it's that little Annie, you know? He <laughs> who, who was like driving the little race cars and, and his mama didn't have sex with nobody. Say, and see, well, those are the
2: movies I try to, to ignore. So to <laughs> me, he's still badass.
0: Vader. <laughs> yeah, they are there. Right?
1: They could and be so, there
0: but for me they're not <laughs> what i'm saying though is you run the risk of either making either ruining snow as a villain
1: mm-hmm.
0: or writing a story with which i'm going to hate your main character through the whole thing right they had a very tough time with it and i think ultimately they did a, a pretty decent job with it i, I did like it um it, it had a fair a downer ending
2: Well, do you see them possibly making this one into a movie? I was about to say, did I lose you there for a second?
0: (laughs) You know, my first thought would be, I'm not sure I'd want to see it as a movie. Mm -hmm. But then my second thought was, you know, I'm sure they want to make more money. Right. Right. Because um, I, I mean, could. it's a
2: successful series in terms of the movies as well, not just right. the books. So yeah, I figured there would, there would be a cash grab um, to mm. play on the whole, you know, all the people who loved the series when it came out and watched the movies. Well, you know, here's the here's a prequel. And I, I mean, I think that maybe as far as the book being just on Snow, is the the author didn't say that there wouldn't be any further books, right? So I mean, it's possible yeah. that they could go into the war and why it happened or the specifics around it
0: yeah um you know there was one thing that his family has a saying that snow always comes on top <laughs> and, and, uh, and and that's repeated through the whole book you know like a
2: Lannister
0: <laughs> yeah and uh and so I did kind of like them there are characters in it I liked a lot you do get to see like how those weird um hybrid mutant animals that were in the movies how they're created and why okay um, things like that um and I don't want to give away too many spoilers because, I mean, it just came out last week. But uh, there's one aspect of the story that I felt was kind of really, but um, I can't give it away. I can't discuss it without giving away. Okay. Um, other uh, things, uh, speaking of universes, you know, with the Hunger Games universe, um, I'm in the midst of creating a new um, universe for characters. Um, are these going uh, to be called-
2: yours alone or are you going to yeah. sell off yeah. that too?
0: Well, I don't know, but these these are mine. and <laughs> it's called the skip timeline. And basically, um, at 1143 AM on new year's day, everybody lost five minutes. So let's say you were, I don't know, you probably still be sleeping in it.
2: Probably. uh,
0: (laughs) Yeah. So let's say you woke up, you look at the clock, it's 1143. You blink, it's 1148. So everybody in the world lost five minutes, right? Mm -hmm. And during that minute, something happened. And so the world is different. Some people have abilities that they didn't have before. Um, some things are just, you know, some things about it, how physics work no longer work the same way, hmm. right? And, um, you know, there's—I don't want to give it away too much yet. There's a possibility it has something to do with the the Hadron Collider, right? Um, it, has, but,
2: it seems to have a sense of—it feels a bit like Black Mirror and Marvel kind of, just yes. into, I yeah. what
0: – i've only watched one episode of black mirror black mirror is but-
2: amazing you have to watch it because it's each one is independent and they're so well done like i mean it feels like you're watching a movie each episode is a full movie so good so yes anyway go ahead i watched
0: the Miley Cyrus episode. No, I,
2: I love that one that one anyway, was really um, good
0: so i've already introduced yeah I, i've introduced one character already um and then uh, I have another character, Singularity, that's coming out in a couple days. Um, I'm kind of teasing him on my website first, and um, then there'll be this uh, guy called Fathom. Um, and what I really wanted to do is see if you could create basically a superhero universe in the real world. Mm-hmm. Um, so okay. it's like, there's no, there's no fake countries. You don't have any, anybody living at the center of the earth, right? Mm-hmm. It's our world. One minute, there's nobody with powers. The next minute, one percent of the world's population is different. So I guess part, part of the
2: whole. I of the whole storyline is that you're, is that we're f- trying, you're trying to figure out why this happened, why there's the loss. Yeah, of some three people. Uh, and okay.
0: And some characters will be more interested in the skip than others. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, some of them are just, you know, hey, I've got these abilities, I'm going to do some shit, right? Um, but then others are like, no, their purpose is they want to know what happened right, you know, okay. and so I'm looking, uh, you remember like on Heroes when that show first started and you had characters, You they, there was like multiple storylines,
2: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, that's, that's the way I kind of see this world, I mean, there are some characters that that's, yeah, that's their point is to figure out what's going on, and there's other people, they don't care, you know, I mean, it, whatever happened, happened, now I've got to deal with this, it know?
2: also has a flavor of um, Orph- Orphan Black and Sense8, actually, as you continue to talk about it. It sounds exciting. If you, like, yeah. make a character that's kind of based on me, I'll, I may read it, you know, because it you know how horrible I am about actually reading
0: <laughs> your stuff. Well, the first character, the first character uh, you might recognize who it was based on. Um, he's an African-American guy um, who lives in the Bronx, and he is a um, somewhat, you know, struggling, but somewhat successful uh, pulp writer.
2: Yeah I, already, yeah, I mean, once you said African-American guy, I'd already know
1: who
0: you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. And his, last name, his last name is Ferguson, yes. right? And, and so I just thought it'd be cool to have – what happened with him was he was writing a story, and he, he's hoping this is going to be the first of a new series, right? Mm-hmm. 1143, he's typing away an action scene. He blinks, it's 1148, and he is that character. He has been transformed physically. That's awesome.
2: But see, wouldn't it be kind of cool, like part of your development process, is that since it's supposed to be taking, um, it's supposed to happen like now, real life, that the people you know get skipped. And so they get put into these situations or, I don't know, but it sounds really exciting, actually. Not to say your other stuff is not exciting, but you know.
0: Yeah, well, it's always fun to create something, you know. (laughs) <laughs> and speaking of exciting things, it's like a uh, service agreement time for you.
2: Well, yeah, that a great lead in right there. So yeah, um, obviously with COVID and stuff, things have delayed. Like each year, I typically will present a new service agreement for my clients. Um, the last time I worded it such that I didn't have to do one every year, I basically had the option of, well, in one client's case, we're, we're providing services to him that would essentially, we would be making less than minimum wage if you do the math on it. Like if you tied it to time and all that kind of thing. And I'm like, yeah, no, because in this particular um, client's case, there's things I have to do or that myself and my business has to do on a daily basis or you know like be manning hours between like nine and five that kind of thing those things I'm not interested in at all anymore I'm like I'm I'm beyond that I'm past being tied to the clock um, or having to be tied to the clock in that sense so oftentimes when Kay and I talk we just you know end up talking about oh you know when are you going? I I ask him when he's gonna when is he gonna win the lottery because I mean he plays every week and you know again you can't win unless you play but I don't support that habit although I do I did tell him that whenever he won some big money or if he won some big money I would take my half and we would get divorced so you know Mm. well he was he he was like what you know like well yeah I said you know you don't understand how much of a headache it is being married to you and I you know with money I could get my freedom and not have to worry about taking care of you so you know I said you can go take your half do whatever you want to do but we'll just go on and get divorced he's like well why do you get half I said you just do not know what it's like to be with you so um so yeah but if only he would win the lotto, so I don't have to <laughs> I don't have to keep working. Um, I just, you know, how moody I am, and you know how very particular I am about stuff. And for the most part, my clients allow me to be just exactly how I am. Um, I am. Not, I don't sugarcoat it with my clients, outside of you know pretending to be like okay with something when I'd really much rather slap them in the face. But uh, but yeah, it's that time of year again, and. So that also brings up that lately, I feel like I've been going through a lot of brain fatigue. So, you know, I had Kay and I took off um, like a week and a half back in April. And that was amazing. I came back to work and I was, you know, rejuvenated and everything was fantastic. And then about a week or two ago, I started to kind of hit my usual wall, where it's like you know when am i going to be doing what it is that i you know was meant to do kind of thing like i feel as though i'm still not i still don't fully know what i'm supposed to be doing um yeah. so it's just and i feel like obviously whenever i'm in moods like that i feel like i am struggling to find words and i don't know there there have been moments where i feel like i'm like is you know like alzheimer's setting in or because there there have been moments, even the past couple of days, where I've been doing stuff that I would normally get on to K about, but mm-hmm. again, I'm like, I know my brain is fatigued. Like, today, I'm running on about five hours of sleep, and, you know, well, because, dot, 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 as we lead into why, um, yeah, I did, in fact, accept your challenge of re <laughs> reading this um, monster erotica. And I, I started reading it last night around two o'clock in the morning, something like that, only because I, you know, again, had to be in excellence. And (sighs) so it you know, it's on the Kindle or the Kindle app on my iPad. I'm not a fan of Kindle because I like page numbers and not percentages. And also with the iPad and iBooks, you can See how many pages are left in the chapter. So you know, I like to read a a whole chapter before putting the book down. I don't like to stop somewhere um, arbitrary. So it, there were parts of the parts of it that I've read so far that I thought, oh yeah, that that was nicely written or explained. Other parts of it was just too specific, almost like you were, you know, (laughs) the way they explained inane stuff. It was just too much detail
0: yeah
2: the 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 sexual stuff uh-huh. i i don't even it i mean it example really you want me to get into uh-huh. this speci- okay um so I mean, i'm
0: curious how the hell this works i mean well because in the woods and, uh, see, yes and
2: sort of well so i will say that it much like porn I feel like there's too much time spent on all the inane crap because it's like, am I really reading this or watching this for this purpose? Just get to what needs to happen. I don't need the plot. So
0: right. <laughs> in this
2: particular case, the plot is they're
0: these. You, they're trying to make you care about the character. <laughs>
2: really i'm no i'm like in if i'm watching porn or if i'm reading something like this which i'm not going to continue after i finish this book um i just want to to get to the to the whole point of it i don't care about backstory right. i don't so um the premise is that all uh, a group of friends and their spouses um are, are have met up for one of the groups um members wedding um The group of the the female friends, all of them are already married, except for, of course, the one who's going to get married. And then the main character, um, Jill, who um, just broke up with her boyfriend like a week or so ago because she found him. She came home early from work and found him screwing someone in her bed. And like, part of it was saying how, you know, he didn't even, he didn't even put up a fight when she got home and said, get out. She's like, you know, he just grabbed up his stuff and went and I was like, okay, whatever. Um, So the first... I think it, it's just a couple pages in before you get to the first sex scene. I and,
1: mean, too,
2: no. Well, I mean, the book is relatively short. It says that it take it should take an hour to read. I read slow as hell, so it took me more. You know, it took me more than an hour just to read that half. But again, I, I was tired, so the first, <laughs> the first, the yeah, they're out, around a fire. Um, they're all outside, kind of around a fire pit they talk they talk they talk and then they hear noises and right. that that makes everyone think okay well you know it's probably time for us to go all to go go to bed everyone goes back to their cabin she laments about how you know it would have been cool if she was with someone but oh alas she's in her cabin by herself she goes into the, into the room to go get changed and brush her teeth. And again, these are all way too many specifics in the book. But um, at some point, she feels or sees these eyes staring at her. So, of course, she gets all nervous or whatever. But she puts it out of her mind, thinking that she's crazy, and she goes to sleep. Well, shortly thereafter, Bigfoot comes walking into her, yeah. <laughs> her, her um, cabin. Oh, it was and, more
0: dramatic than you describe it, Surely It was more what? Dramatic than you're describing,
2: right? No, he I, yeah, he's not And then
0: Bigfoot walks in.
2: Because, <laughs> oh, the noise when they were around the campfire, they're like, oh, you know, it's probably Sasquatch. <laughs> so I was like, okay, whatever. So she, of course, is thinking that she was seeing things or hearing things. So he comes into the room. I, You know, there's no real indication of, you know, how he managed to get into the room because I would assume she would have locked the door. So he comes in and she's sleeping. And then she, like Bigfoot brushes uh, his hand against her cheek and it's all soft and stuff. And they talk about how his, his hair is like, not like fur, but like, you know, silky and smooth and anyway. So she wakes up and of course she's startled. She tries to scream, nothing comes out um, of, of her mouth and then before she knows it and before any of us knows it somehow bigfoot is penetrating her um oh, damn. i mean it, it's just yeah it it's i don't I don't even know so she's you know i guess you know going at it enjoying it wait, wait,
0: wait. so i mean so it she's she's not looking at this as rape but she's nope. into right away or yeah
2: because she's it was like in there it's a, how her fear subsided and somehow turned to like lust or you know whatever and I'm like um okay that's a, uh so so yeah it, they you know they comment about how large it is right, right. and you know th- I will say that so I don't mind certain things being said in like a very crass way or whatever but sometimes mm-hmm. I felt like in the book they were overusing it um because they use like you know the word pussy all the time and they use the c word several times and you know, mm-hmm. i'm like whatever i mean like i said a little bit of that is cool but not too much of it um so she wakes up in the morning and she thinks it's a dream but one of her the bridesmaids comes to the door to wake her up because she overslept and when she got out of the bed the the friend laughs at her because she thinks she's her pants but no it's because of you know
1: yeah,
2: yeah. and so she spends the day thinking about it but not wanting to think about it and you know they all go and have the um like the, more, the breakfast before the wedding they get the bridesmaids go and tr- start to get ready and she's still somehow yinking about it The wedding happens they go and do the whole dance thing or whatever and then afterwards while everyone's still kind of on the dance floor and at the reception she decides to walk it's it was set kind of like in a lake or a beach type setting so Mm -hmm. she goes down in her bridesmaids dress she just takes a walk down to the the beach or whatever because she wants to go and take a dip or whatever and you know sure enough as we all expect at some point this you know he appears again in his majesty um and she starts this conversation with him um well yes and no so like she you know she talks to him and she's like oh you know my name is jill and she taps her breastplate or whatever her breastbone and um and he attempts to say her name and it's like girl or what you know it's like he can't quite but she she feels like oh he gets that that's what her name is um yep. wait, wait,
0: wait. is there something sensitive in his eyes
2: i'm sure there was okay. <laughs> um so at this point though he's not he's not fully erect or anything. He's, you know, getting there obviously. Because she's in the water, her boobs are, you know, flapping around, whatever. She comes out of the water and she's, you know, in her majesty, all naked and you know, plump boobs. And I,
0: hope, I hope it's written half hilarious as you're describing it.
2: It is. I was tempted given the length of the book. Her
0: I was like just flapping all around in the water. <laughs>
2: So I was like, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna have to send this to Barry because this is just anyway. So, so she gets out of the girl. What?
0: Getting uncomfortable. <laughs> so,
2: so, she gets out of the water because you know she's all like, you know, ready to get it on because she's excited, excited the you know Sasquatch has returned.
1: It's
0: Bigfoot, right?
2: Right. Well, yeah, yes, Bigfoot, Sasquatch. They kind of use the name interchangeably. But I
0: mean, so is she? She, uh, What is she attracted to? Surely more than just the size of his... his I think bit. it's just
2: the carnal, primal nature of it okay. is right. what they were talking about, which, again, I'm like, um no. So I did what you suggested that I probably would have done is that I just thought about somebody else and, you know, like Jason Momoa <laughs> or something because I was like, this is really kind of weird. Right. Um So she gets out of the water and she... um <laughs> was it that he I, I can't remember if she did some oh then she like somehow you know like plays with herself or whatever and then you know she yeah i'm going to skip over a part cuz i think it's a little bit much since the child's in the room <laughs> they end up doing it again there on you know on the beach whatever and Like, he kind of treats her almost like a rag doll in some sense, in some ways, because she apparently pleasures him as well. And so there's this whole thing about how engorging it is. And (laughs) so... um... So, so, yeah, that... Um, you see,
0: instead of her going and, like, pulling, like, a hair out of her mouth, like, pulling, like, a big hairball out know, of her I know, really, yeah.
2: And, <laughs> I mean, so they make it a point to talk about, you know, just how much of the bodily fluid there is between the two of them. <laughs> and... <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> and just how satisfying it is for her. Um, and um, I think I ended where... She apparently fell asleep, um, you know, but naked there, um, but out of view of everyone at the the wedding. And when she wakes up, he had brought her, had left her. He wasn't there, of course, but he had brought her berries. And she thought, oh wow, you know, this is the best relationship I've ever been in. It's <laughs> like, um, okay. So, so I'm only halfway done. Um, she, I think, where I left off after that, she was making putting back on her bridesmaid dress and stuff to make her way back to um at the reception. Wow. So
0: you're halfway through the story.
2: Yes, and that, yeah, all of that happened in, you know, a matter of a few pages. That's
3: not very That's not
2: very. Well, well, I mean, I tried to water it down a bit. I wasn't going <laughs> to I was going to talk about book? all the specifics. It really has
3: two sex so far, though.
2: Yeah, but it's a short book. I mean, the book itself, because yeah. if it's an hour read, I mean, you know, since stupid Amazon on there doesn't tell me how many pages, I'm sure the book is maybe what, like real pages, maybe 30, 40 pages.
0: The, um, so, um, I it was 53 pages.
2: Okay, there you go. Oh, wow. I'm saying on the Kindle as I'm reading it, it doesn't tell you how many pages. So... Um, I started to read it and I was like last night I was like I'm just going to read a chapter because then I would have been able to say I've read it and then because there are actually chapters there's apparently 10 chapters in the book I don't know how you could have a 50 page book and 10 chapters but um, I was I just continued to read because they were so short. The, the chapters the one I'm about to start chapter seven and that says it was going to take like 24 minutes to read and so I was like yeah okay that's a good stopping point I finished a chapter I'm going to sleep so I will um finish it so I can make sure that it's read and I can report back on what ends up ha- happening if people are
0: interested um can I, can I just say mm-hmm you know we have we have our, our stuff we want to talk about our entertainment minute our odds and ends all that kind of stuff it's right? It's
3: just
0: disappeared. I really really want there to be a new segment where you just summarize. You know, where every every week I'll like send you a video. Oh my gosh. For a book, and you just you just summarize it, it just it, like you, you just you're did.
3: Very, you make it very funny
0: actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's
3: really funny. I don't know why you would make her do that, though.
2: Well, it it's not so much he made me, stupid me when he talked about it those weeks ago on the show about how popular that stuff was. You know, I was like, okay, you know, my, I'd be willing to, I guess, check one out. But it had to be a short one. So, um, well, so yeah. I
0: read an article just this week. I started to send it to you because it was kind of related <laughs> to this. Um, this lady who, she's been writing for a long time. Mm-hmm. Never making any money, and now she's made like three hundred fifty thousand dollars in the last two me. years. And she's writing fan fiction with women who are having sex with men who can become wolves. Oh jeez. And um, so
2: <laughs> sorry, Jesus. We talked about reality. Go yeah.
0: ahead. So the thing is, is like she's made three hundred fifty thousand dollars writing this in just the last couple of years. So, that? so having read this Bigfoot book,
3: <laughs> right?
2: mm
0: mm-hmm. it, right?
3: Amazon
1: going to recommend you
2: stuff okay well that's just it I mean I literally was thinking about that too I'm like you know I, when I opened it on my iPad now it has the capability of like automatically posting on Goodreads when you've started a book I was like oh hell no 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 so I you know told it not to do that and I'm like can I just unread this book and pretend it never happened so I yeah I'm going to make sure that it is um not <laughs> not gonna pop up somewhere else. It, drink a
3: bunch of wash your eyeballs.
2: <laughs> so I mean, again, it was—it's tolerable. The read is right. tolerable. I'm glad that it's not going to take me too much longer to finish the book. But you know, it—for it, me—I felt like, how do you so quickly get past the fact that you're, pardon my French, fucking an animal? Right. And you know, this is somehow okay. Yeah, you know, I just I, I don't know I I don't.
0: Well, I I mean I get I get that a lot of women what they find appealing about it is the the whole you know I don't have to worry about you know what he's going to think of me I don't have to worry about you know is he going to call me It's just animal lust right um, But now have you, I, I'm just wondering Do you think this is something no. that 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 I should write
2: No God <laughs> no, no, no. Right. Um, if you use a nom de plume sure. Go ahead and knock yourself out. Okay, yes. Because I was going to read, so, you know, I think you'd mentioned, Barry, that, oh, it's actually 11 chapters. So, it's written by, the (laughs) author name is Hot and Wet, which is completely ridiculous. The author website is engorgedandtingly.com. Really? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So, um... (laughs) So yeah, here we go. I'll share with you an excerpt uh, before it gets to, well, I'm not going to get into the, like, the really
0: detailed stuff. Yeah, Yeah, but I'm curious. I'm curious about the level of writing.
2: Okay, so in the excerpt, uh, she forced her eyes open and looked at the face of broad and muscular. It reminded her of a gorilla, but it was somehow much more human than (laughs) that.
3: (laughs) Pause. Pause. Broad and
2: muscular.
0: I su- I assume uh, Bigfoot's body. Uh,
2: you- yes, yes. Because yes. they later describe in the book that he's like twice his upper body is twice the size of like a norm or whatever. Okay. So their eyes met, and there was a strange shift in her as the dark eyes of the creature bored into her psyche. In an instant her fear was transformed. Though her heart still raced and her breathing was still quick and shallow, the excited reactions of her body were now due to something different. To Jill's shock, her terror had turned to lust, and her, insti- her instinct to try to escape the creature had turned to something even more primal than the desire to flee from danger. So, um, yeah, the next part of it gets v- fairly graphic, but, um, I did want to read the preface cause I thought that this, it was hilarious. Um, I, I was disturbed, like after reading the preface, I was like, do I really want to read this book? So it's written by Richard quote, Bigfoot Squatchman. Although the following story is a work of fiction, it is reality based. As a world-renowned Sasquatch researcher, I have had numerous encounters with these magnificent creatures, and I can attest to their remarkably sensual nature. Indeed, a Sasquatch can be one of the most thoughtful and giving lovers a human, man or woman, may ever know. Besides their unique physical characteristics that make a Sasquatch sexually intriguing, their gentle, sensitive nature ensures that their lovemaking is always a pleasurable experience. I highly encourage anyone who ever has the opportunity (laughs) to have sexual relations with one of these creatures to do so. I guarantee it will be a life-changing... How how distorted and... (laughs)
0: is this first
2: <laughs> wow so yeah like i said that was you know of course right before the first chapter and i'm like hmm do i really want...? I was i was going to be like you know i i read up to that point and that should be enough <laughs> but i that would be me wussing out i suppose so i you know wow. it, well,
0: it, i think it
3: just
0: stop there that would have you know i wouldn't you <laughs> know you know this whole big for i'd have to create something new like you know uh maybe maybe people who like gangbang chupacabras oh my god you know (laughs) yetis Yetis, yeah yetis maybe some some aliens all
1: kinds
2: of stuff there you go Yeah. yeah but um so that was definitely a learning experience for those who are interested in getting the book it's on amazon called barefoot Bigfoot and the Bridesmaid Sex with Bigfoot Book 1. Um it's part
0: of the trilogy you're not going to read the whole trilogy? God no,
2: why would I do that? Cuz like my curiosity at this point is not so much um you know them having sex again. It's like is she like for real like going to think of this as a per- like she's yes. actually having a relationship with this? That's what I'm thinking. I,
0: I want, see, this I is want all right. yeah, I'm this is this is my prediction. <laughs> Pred- <laughs> this is my prediction, okay? I always mm-hmm. ask students now predict where the story's going to go, and they have a really hard time oh, doing it, good. right? Book two, she convinces him to move into her New York apartment with him. Right? <laughs> okay. And then, him about- and then there's some sex, right? But there's also some hilarity, right? Mm-hmm. Tom Hanks and, um, you know, in Splash. Oh right? my gosh. With, you know, Bigfoot porn, right? In,
3: in the third. But at, have the, a baby.
0: at the end of the <laughs> second no, at the end of the second one, he decides, no, yeah, this is not working, right? Maybe people mm-hmm. of him when he doesn't know how to you know eat the escargot at the fancy restaurant, right? <laughs> leaves, right? And then in the third book, she it starts off with her having like banging sex with some hung dude, right? But it mm-hmm. doesn't hurt her anymore, right? Because she needs she's that bigfoot, right? Oh, and that's so you if you
3: go bigfoot, you can't go back. That's oh, right. Oh my gosh.
0: So she goes after him in the woods. And she decides to stop shaving everything; just lets everything grow. Okay. She just moves in with him into like his cave. That's
2: why well, I, can, I cannot promise you. I will That's read
3: really the rest him. in the, the trilogy. He was just in it for the sex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so he's gonna
2: be like, "Whoa, hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, maybe we could talk about this." Oh my gosh! Yeah, I I <laughs> don't even. So that is um my feedback on the book thus far it is not a genre that i would um naturally read or have any real desire to read
0: i'm worried though i think i think the lady death protest
2: oh my gosh because i mean i I never i've never read anything erotic you know as far as like zane books or any of that never read any of that kind of stuff so this is no no i've never read porn no (laughs) I mean, this is what this is kind of what it is. I'm reading porn that involves a monster. Um, but
0: can we, can we can we please make this a a weekly part of the show?
2: Porn Why? <laughs> I'm sure our listeners are like you know uncomfortable, and then the fact that T'Challa is also in the room and having to listen to it. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> well,
3: I'm uncomfortable sitting here listening to you this. Uh, Quick apology to everyone. Did not listen to the warning. Yes.
0: Uh, yeah, you should have you that at the very just beginning. Skip
3: through this. It's still funny, yeah, but I mean,
0: you should have it at the beginning warning. I, this episode.
3: I can't, can't unhear. <laughs>
0: this episode involves torrid sex between a human female and a hairy hominid.
3: You should. You should put that in the title in parentheses as a disclaimer. <laughs>
2: Wow. So what is that? I was actually writing what Barry was saying as the um the part of this the description. Oh this episode
0: features torrid sex between the between a human female and a uh, well-hung hominid. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah, this is the, the episode Bigfoot Contessa, aka our bestiality. Oh my gosh.
3: <laughs>
0: All
2: right, so it's going to we're saying on the air that it was, it's going to huh
0: I, I just feel weird we're going to continue with the show after this
2: <laughs> I, I mean yeah <laughs> i mean it's all downhill from here it really is i mean yeah if you just you know tuned in to hear that that part of it you can you know stop now although i did not realize i we've been going this long on that topic alone well there is other stuff
3: We have like eight minutes <laughs>
2: Even it's, our show usually is like an hour and a half. Um <laughs> you know, I, I sometimes think that we should be better about getting it down to an hour, but you know, it is what it is. So I I loaded on extra stuff on there on there because I'd rat- much rather be over prepared than under prepared. Um so I don't expect that we'll get to everything on my list. But tell us Barry what you've been watching on television.
0: So me and my mom we watched all four movies in the lethal weapon series. Cool. Uh she had she said she's never seen them. She didn't remember any of them. Um which I find hard to believe, but she didn't remember any of it. Uh she really enjoyed them. Um
2: So you mean these are acting in the wrong spot. So you're talking about movies, not television. Okay.
0: Right. And then I uh, I watched Aquaman for the first time the other day.
2: Yeah, did you like it?
0: I thought it was okay. I liked it. I mean yeah. it's it felt like they could they could have made four movies out of mm-hmm. all they had in there yep. um, but like when they're in atlantis i was just sitting back and i was going wow this is so bright and so mm-hmm. much fun and um it was good uh, yeah i
2: mean you know again it, d i'm sorry dc will never make movies like marvel makes movies so i always go into it feeling a little discriminatory against <laughs> the film um right. i felt like some of like some of the dialogue initially was just kind of like, what really but i actually i did enjoy the movie like i i wouldn't mind seeing it again kind of thing so i wasn't completely yeah. disappointed by it
0: yeah i tried to to convince uh t'challa that he would enjoy yeah. it but he seems i don't know it's, it's a good movie though
2: yeah it is actually yep mm-hmm. surprisingly so
0: it's much more like um shazam and wonder woman than it was batman versus batman.
2: yeah and see i didn't watch batman versus batman, no well you're like and i haven't seen shazam I know you've mentioned
0: it before, but I haven't seen it. Um, I also liked Stuber. Um, Loved Stuber. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, you had told me how good it was and that I should watch it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so at one point, I, um, I texted you. I said, hey, I watched Stuber, right? It was mm-hmm. really cool. And you gave me back one of those, like, you know, those replies that I'm sure you didn't mean for it to sound, um, you know, patronizing. But What was my response? <laughs>
3: Was it one of those gifts? Yes.
0: Oh no, I'm
2: very bad about gifts, so I don't even I don't use them.
0: <laughs> I said Stuber was great. You said, "Yep." Uh, what, what's her her name on the show? Gwen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Gwen and I saw it in the theater. I said I remember, and you said I'm glad you liked it.
2: I'm sorry. I just, I mean, I know you don't ever take this stuff personally. But you know, I'm like, sometimes when you text me or whatever, of course, it comes up on my computer, and I'll be working on stuff. And I've been trying to be better about my response time. And so sometimes just while I'm in the middle of stuff, I'll just not think about how I mean, obviously, you lose tone in text, although I'm sure my tone would probably have been, but...
0: (laughs) I mean, you know, uh, I you, you should have just said, "Well, good for you." <laughs> no, that would that would be even worse. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, that,
3: that sounds kind of sarcastic.
0: Yeah, well, mm. when I read that, how it came out to me, right? You know, oh, I'm glad you liked it, right? But it it had that tone of sarcasm to it, and. uh and I just well that
2: was not intended um the the fact that you took it that way i'm sorry you could always respond back to me and be like bitch please what you know um no, and I I, that I, do you want?
0: i did that in my head <laughs> I, did, I did text you that um robbie and ida uh robbie williams they're back of their podcast um did you listen to the eight minute thing yesterday
2: no, oh, when you texted me about it you didn't text it text me the link to it you just said oh it's an eight minute thing I was like okay I that's cool
0: you find it on whatever
2: no you're supposed to give me that stuff you don't make me have to go look for it I listen to it on Spotify
0: that's not where you listen to it
2: Still, anyway, you could have like just googled it and sent me the whatever. Yeah.
0: So the thing yesterday was hilarious. Um, and then uh, today they actually rolled out another episode. This was thirty-four minutes. Um, but I haven't listened to this one yet. So
2: this one is not obviously not Christmas centered, right? You no. Know, this
0: is, this is uh this is they're still at home because now obviously there's a pandemic around the world. Right. Right. Uh, <laughs> so uh, the first eight-minute episode from yesterday was hilarious because it just it reminds me a little bit of our show. Oh, okay. Basically, you know, sometimes they have things they want to talk about, but then they like go off some rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, you know? right. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, I just wanted to let you know, it's back out there uh, at home with the Williams, and um, yeah, it looks like it's going to be another funny season. I'm glad they're back because I enjoyed the Christmas episodes.
2: Yeah, their Christmas episodes were great.
0: And I, I'm so far, and I haven't listened to episode two of this season. Um, episode one, I kind of enjoyed just having the two of them. Um, there were times I thought last season it's like, you know man, is every episode gonna have somebody else on it? Cause
2: right. They had their mom her mom on it. yeah,
0: because yeah. um, I think they're f- so funny together sometimes when they have somebody else, it's like not as amusing, you know.
2: Yeah, but I'm glad that they, I mean, you know, it was actually kind of cool to have them there to to get a sense of what their you know life is really like and their family. But yeah, I'm with you too. That that yeah, the the magic is between the two the two of them. So, um, so yeah.
0: I, I I'm going to step out for just a minute to return an important phone call. An important but, phone call. What's more important yeah. than our show? I'm trying to buy a house.
2: You know? Oh yeah. Okay.
0: That's You're going to tell T'Challa all about the 47 hours of television you watched.
2: It was since. not 47 hours this time. So, yes, T'Challa. It was over 30. Okay. Yes, it was. So, unlike the previous week when I certainly doubled down and probably spent well over 50 hours watching television, uh, despite the um, our extra day off for Memorial Day, I, I you know, curbed my, my TV watching a little bit and so I only watched a total of 27 shows, so like, you know, actual episodes, so I watched um, Lance, which is a two-hour, it's part one, it's it's a ESPN 30 for 30 um, film, so which reminds me, I need to go back and watch the second one. This past week, I watched um, the first part, uh, two hours about Lance Armstrong, kind of, you know, it was, interviewing him and he talked about obviously how he started into cycling that he used to actually um, into swimming and did like triathlons that kind of stuff or marathons and um, that incorporated cycling and then he had to make the conscious decision to stop doing the swimming side of it and just um, cycling and so a good part of it talked about obviously the the doping that <laughs> he and many others in the sport uh, were doing. Uh, it talked about him having cancer, all of that. So I'm, I'm curious to see um, the second part of it. And then I watched a 10 episode series um, called The Last Dance. And it was talking about the Chicago Bulls
1: of oh, the, the Jordan thing
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was all about that, the 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 Bulls of the 90s, which again, I mean, if you were alive during that time and knew anything about it, it was amazing. I mean, yeah, you could not have a conversation about basketball and not talk about Bulls. So it was very, very interesting. It was nice to see Michael on there. And I mean, because, you know, he's in a quite, <laughs> quite a bit of it. And it the story essentially revolves around him. So seeing him, what he looks like right now was kind of cool. Seeing Scottie Pippen and Dennis Rodman and, you know, many of the others. And you get to also find out some of, like, the backstories of, you know, as you saw one thing play out in front of you, why it happened. You know, like, they really had this thing against the general manager. And, you know, there was one point after they had won, I think, the first three back-to-back, uh, that... Either the first time or the second time he was talking about, you know, restructuring the team. It's like, why the hell would you restructure a winning combination, you know? And then they talked about the, the whole money side of it and blah, 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 blah. But it was just, it was cool. I mean, I got to learn a lot of stuff that I didn't already know. And again, yeah. I don't understand why I so love sports documentaries, but it was, you know, it was nice. I I I believe I watched it in one sitting. Yeah. So, I just watched all of it. And I think the episodes are like maybe just shy of an hour for each episode. It, but it's just on ESPN, right? E, um. Well, I mean, you know, I have my subscription to ESPN Plus. Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah.
0: If they ever show it on, you know, any of the things I see, I mean, I would love to watch it. Um, I'll just,
2: I'll, I'll like probably give my password or something. Because, I mean, I, I don't use it that often. Honestly, I only get the ESPN Plus subscription because I like watching um, their their films Mm -hmm. so i've i've watched all of the available 30 for 30 shorts um and 30 for 30 so and then i've watched some you know i told you i've watched the one on women of troy last week so it's you know that's the stuff i enjoy watching and i don't mind paying i don't even remember how much i pay for a year at this point but yeah, it's really quality stuff. So, uh that again was 10 episodes. I watched all of season 3, which was 13 episodes of Upstairs Downstairs. And then I started season 4 and watched 3 episodes of that. Um right now in the storyline cuz the um the this, the even though it was done in the 70s, I think it starts in like 1908. And so right now they're right at the World War World War 1 kicking off. So or yeah. Ugh. Anyway, Hmm. so yes over 30 hours of television during which time my DVR died I had to they had to send me um, a new one (laughs) Um, which is funny because you know I actually spent so little time using my DVR in the earlier part of the day, I forgot what day it was, the weekend, I was doing just chores and stuff. And so I like, ha- I enjoy watching like Dateline, those types of things. So yeah. I was watching that. But then I decided I was going to kind of do some cleaning up and cord maintenance and stuff. And after I'd unplugged it and plugged it back in, it sounded like, I mean, because I've been around technology long enough, it sounded like it had like a head crash. Um, it was making this noise, almost as if it was trying to dial out. <laughs> so they had originally said, "Oh, you're going to lose all the stuff you saved on the DVR," and I was like, I "Really care?" Because I use the, my you know my TV app, so I can always find it again. Most of the stuff that we record, it's available on on demand anyway. But you know, we're all I think we're old school in that you know, oh, we need to record it just in case. <laughs> um, so so yeah. I have a new DVR now. I actually have a new TV in my, what was our dining room, which we never, we only used for as a dining room for like a minute. It's now more of a gym. So I apologize for, if you can hear that noise, my uh, neighbor across the street is mowing my lawn. I told him, he said he was going to do it tomorrow and I guess he changed his mind. So I apologize for that background
1: noise. Uh, we can't hear not Oh, yeah, okay,
2: cool awesome because it's like blaring in my ear so so um so yeah again I, I did cut down on how much tv watching I did but it was some quality tv
0: um I've been watching that uh, new series on Netflix that's all about Jeffrey Epstein um oh ah, okay on episode three there's only four episodes it's like you know, four hours what's uh, it called I forget um it's it's on the main screen though it's like one of their big things.
2: you said it's on Netflix right
0: it is um and it's okay. been very- um
2: jeffrey epstein filthy rich
0: that must be it okay it it is just it's amazing how brazen he was and how long he was able to do this stuff yeah
2: i've seen um i there was a two two hour dateline episode about it him and i watched it and i was like yeah that's just disturbing
0: well and so far none of it has been like you know because i would heard he'd done stuff with famous people and things you know but first few episodes, it's just about these young girls.
2: Yep. That's what they they concentrated on on the Dateline episode yeah. was, yeah, how he basically exploited them and did whatever he wanted with them. Oh, yeah. And I'm I mean, like, it's just insane to think that. I mean, I know it's just a part of people's psyche. You you think that, oh, this could never happen to you. And then you find yourself in this weird twisted situation. But I mean, it was just scary watching it that, that someone was very Svengali about it you know and
1: yeah
0: and and he had all these high school girls and he was messing with and and he would tell them you know hey I'll give you $200 if you bring in a new girl Mm -hmm. and so there's this one girl and she said yeah she you know knew Jeffrey for about two years and um over the course of the two years she probably said she brought in probably 60 um who were all high school girls you know and um she would always get him in by saying you know he'll pay you 200 dollars to massage mm-hmm. but of course once they were there he's naked yeah. and right It's them take their clothes off and then other things might happen and and his his girlfriend at the time was definitely in on all of it I mean she was recruiting girls she was involved in activities with the girls right all kinds of stuff and it's just it's just amazing how many people had to know in mean, hundreds and hundreds absolutely absolutely and um it's just it was amazing it's been really good um, and I'm, I'm hesitant to even talk about any of the things in our news. Story. Well, we don't
2: have to, we can always wrap it and talk about well, it all I was the just thinking, time.
0: After the hilarity of Bigfoot, <laughs> I to go down any of these things because they all seem pretty serious.
2: They are pretty serious. Um, I will say, I'll do my odds and ends, though. Since you'd mentioned the the New Hunger Games novel, I will say that apparently J.K. Rowling is releasing a new book, chapter by chapter, online for free. It has nothing to do with the Harry Potter universe or anything like that. But um, I thought it would be, I thought it was interesting. I mean, I don't know if I'm interested enough to... Um, check it out <laughs> i'm sure Kel probably has already read it or something but um it doesn't include magic apparently it's an entirely different story um and it's about it the book it's called the ichabog is a story about truth and the abuse of power um so yeah okay. so if, if you're a jk rowling fan of course um you yeah, know certainly check
0: it out and i've read two of her non harry potter books.
2: Mm-hmm. were they any good I can't remember. Um,
0: the first one, which was the, the one about the little village um, and the murder that t- takes place in it. It's like the casual traveler or something. I forget what it was called. Anyway, um, that one was okay. Um, the second one I read that was supposed to be the start of a new detective series. <laughs> it was a lot better, but it still wasn't amazing.
2: Well, I mean, I think it's unrealistic for someone to expect or anyone to expect for you to have such a huge se- series And then you venture into something else for that to be equally as, you know, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean, especially when they're, what she's writing besides Harry Potter is a completely different genre. Yes. Yep. Uh, I think, you know, with somebody like Stephen King, you know, he's had hit after hit after hit, but he still stays in the same kind of. Right,
2: right. And I think I would be more interested if she stayed in that realm because there's so many things you want to know more about that world. And I know she's done like little companion pieces and, but nothing, nothing to what I thought could, could still be done with that series. So, so yeah, I mean, I, again, I don't think I'm going to watch it. I mean, read it. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
2: Um, but she'd apparently been working on it like a decade ago and, and stuff and decided to finally put it out there.
0: Yeah. Well, the only thing I'll say about any of my stuff is that...
2: <clears throat> well, you only had one thing. How do you mean your stuff? You make it seem like you had... I had twice as much than we normally do, and you only had one thing.
0: And yet mine was probably going to dominate the room. Whatever. Anyway. Uh, obviously, you know, the the case of George Floyd, who's been killed by the police. And uh, at the same time, also, you know, the case of the, the lady who called the mm-hmm. police on the uh, African-American male in the park.
2: Yep, who was yeah. bird watching or whatever, and she was yeah. like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna call the police and tell them this." And it's like, dude, she—he's recording you,
0: dumbass. Yeah. And then even <laughs> on the phone. You know, she changed her voice completely to make it sound like she was panicked and <sighs> danger and stuff. Um, it's just you know, it's disappointing. Obviously, I mean, but I mean, white people's gotta gotta do something, you know? Um, because well, this, I, it's not gonna get any better. I black people already know that things suck, you know. Yeah. Uh. There's not enough white people willing to admit it, you know, and it's just disgusting.
2: Well, I mean, I just, so I try to stay away from getting too involved in this stuff because again, you know, it's like there's but only so much I can do and I don't need to subject myself to all of this atrocity. I know it's happening and it's frustrating to think that it is, but yeah, you have to ask yourself when is enough enough and that makes you feel as though even though these are quote unquote, you know, like isolated type events. Why are these things still happening? You know, I don't have an issue with color as far as, yeah, I just don't care. I look at people as people, not as colors or anything like that, because I'm like, at the end of the day, we're all the same. I don't care what you say, we're all the same. And so, yeah, when I heard about this one, I was just like, this is just, it's just insane. I mean, I'm glad that there was swift action with the police this time or at least with them firing the four people, but yes. it's scary to think that this is still happening. And we're in—we're supposed to be so much more advanced than we were, you know, back in the sixties or before that. And yet, it, and yet we're not.
0: Yep. Yeah. And, um, you know, there was somebody on my wall, even talking about, you know, the, the looting going on in Minneapolis right now. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And I think, I agree it is, but at the same well, time, you know, I posted this thing saying, you know, you know, why are they doing that, blah, blah. blah. And, uh, and the response was, you know, well, they tried kneeling quietly and you didn't like that either. You know, and, and, it, and that's true. I mean, there are still people, I see it on Facebook every day saying, you know, well, you know, that guy who got shot, why didn't he stop when they told him to stop? Well, first of all, it wasn't two police officers asking him to stop. It was two white guys with guns. No, you know, um, you know I, I, I've had people kneel on my neck before. That shouldn't be enough to kill that guy. You know, oh there's actual, uh, people on YouTube who are doing videos of people kneeling with knees on necks, showing that that won't kill nobody.
2: Oh, my God. You have yeah, a guy And that's like the thing. normal that, I mean, when they say, oh, I've had that happen to me before, what the hell are you doing to have that happen to you before? Yes. I said, okay. I mean, obviously, he killed somebody. We just
0: saw it on video.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But people yeah, go to these, different. yeah, but people go to these huge lengths to try and justify things or minimize things.
2: Right, right. And, and I will say. Go ahead. I just,
0: I'm just tired.
2: Well, again, I, you know, outside of seeing stuff on the skim, I obviously am not tuning in to hear about this stuff. Um, I think, and I again encourage our listeners to um, subscribe to the Skim. Just gives you kind of the the meat of what's going on and moves on. And I will say that with the other thing with the with with everyone looting and stuff like that, I was like, so here's the thing. Obviously, being a person of color, what's frustrating with that is that. That only further perpetuates the stereotype of Black people, like, oh, they got to do, you know, they got to do this kind of stuff. I'm like, see, I wish that we could rise above. And yes, when we do peaceful protests or whatever, nothing seems to come of it. But at what point are we going to be like, okay, this stuff is not okay. This should not be happening under any circumstance. Mm -hmm. Black, white, whatever, that kind of hostility, that kind of force, no. Yeah
0: i agree i mean it's it's not a good look when the you know the kind of looting is going on and it's not necessary it's not going to help the situation um
2: i mean that just gives fodder for individuals who already dislike black people because they're black you know something else to to bitch about you know um we can't all be gandhi
0: so (laughs) it's so funny though because even when i was watching those um those lethal weapon movies Mm -hmm. all around I was watching them and I was like, you know, I don't think they'd be made the same way today. Nope. They wouldn't. Cause in the second one, you know, they're all against it's, it's. They're fighting these guys, you know, it's apartheid in South Africa. Mm-hmm. And, um, they're like these neo-Nazi guys and they make all these things about, you know, you know, you're a racist, blah, blah, blah. And they, they're, they're beating the hell out of them. And, you know, Riggs, you know, uh, uh, it's characters, you know, like saying there's nothing worse than a Nazi, mm-hmm. you know, stuff you know white supremacist jerks you know and all this kind of stuff they're making fun of the master race and now there just seems to be so many people who would make excuses for them i mean even our president yep. was, well, there's good people on all sides oh, yeah, and um yeah. and then the the next movie was all these immigrants who were coming in and so um Murtoch, you know was basically letting them stay at his house
1: mm-hmm.
0: there's this whole thing where they're like you know because other people were like, you know, we need to send these immigrants back home. They need to go back where they came from. And they're like, you know, you know, what, what happened to send us your, your poor, your huddled masses, you know, this kind of stuff. I mean, our heroes in these movies were obviously perpetuating what would now be seen as liberal point of view. Right. <laughs> and it's just such a shame because it shouldn't be a liberal point of view. It should be a human point of view. All of us, whether you're liberal or conservative, should agree racism's bad right <laughs> help people who are starving in other places right these are things we should just agree on and the fact that that you can separate it into liberal and conservative now is that's very just, scary that
2: it's just, it's just wrong it is so. that should just be human we, exactly we, A part of our humanity is that we are supposed to care about others, do on to others, you know, all that kind of stuff. And so, yeah, when they do, when these types of things happen, and certainly when it's something that's racially driven and all that kind of stuff, I mean, to this day, I cannot understand why it's this difficult concept for people to to understand we're all the same. I mean, the color of my skin and maybe the texture of my hair or something is different, but we're all 100% human, right? I mean, so I, uh, yeah. So again, I don't spend my days thinking about this much because I just can't.
0: And the last thing I'll say is, again, that when I was growing up, we were taught, you know, to embrace cultural differences.
2: Right, right. I remember one uh, one season, I think one of our episodes you talked about, we were talking about Tolerance versus diversity versus, you know,
0: yeah. We were talk, yeah. Taught, yeah. Versus, yeah. You know. Right. Because, yeah, I mean, we were always taught, I mean, the fact that, you know, if I wanted to learn about your culture and, and maybe listen to some of the music or wear some of the fashions, you know, that was, that would be me not appropriating your culture, mm-hmm. but me trying to show, wow, I really appreciate the things I find cool about your culture. And you might you know look at somebody who can move here from Germany and go, wow, what is it like in Germany? You mm-hmm. know, and have a genuine interest in the things that that are different. Because the things that are different tend to be cultural different. We're not different, like you said. I mean, when you cut us open, we're look the same inside, you know. As human beings, we're the same. Any differences come from the culture around us. And I just don't understand why you would hate somebody for having a different culture. I can understand. If they are rooty,
2: right. I will hate you based on you as a person,
0: not so would, as a color. <laughs> yeah, why would I hate all brown skinned people because 10 brown skinned people were mean to me?
2: Well, and then I think too, like, there are times when I, you know, just for the sake of being an ass you know I'm like okay let's just divide up the world then if you just can't live with people of different colors how about you go to the area of the world where your people came from so when you know like when white people want to be like oh send all these immigrants back your ass was an immigrant too to come to this country you know I'm like go back to whatever country you want to go back to and all the advances that have been have been um that society has appreciated from everyone's cultures everyone's races all of that you know if a white man didn't develop it well then i guess you can't use that technology or you can't do that because i mean it's like you're hating a, a a group of people for no real reason yeah so i mean but again those are those are just days where i'm just wanting to be a bitch about it but it's frustrating and i don't i don't like to think about it at all really and so I hate when it's of course in the headlines again. And I certainly think that it's a lot more of it is happening in this under this president because it's oh, yeah. very clear that he doesn't care. So, you know, I mean, yeah. from him having token blacks in token positions to him, you know, saying yes, good people on both sides. It just I, I can't. I, I just can't.
0: Yeah. Well I So I'm- I
2: will and we can end now. I do have a meeting in like eight minutes, nine minutes. I will end by saying the cicadas are coming back. What? (laughs) No, that wasn't meant to be like the last thing said on the show. I was just like, well, you know, well, I, (laughs) I'm just, I'm mentioning it obviously because it's a phenomenon. Apparently it's the first time in 17 years. Those things are freaking they're alien. Like I do not like them. I don't like bugs in general, but when it's cicada season, that kind of thing. And again, 17 years, I know. No. I mean, if they're as prevalent as they've been in the, in the past, I will likely have even less of them to go
0: outside. I'm, I'm thinking of a uh, cicada porn. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, they, they again, they are alien-like, so, right. you know, you can write some cicada porn.
0: Okay. All right. Well, you go ahead. And publish
2: your- it every 17 years.
0: <laughs> and we will be back next week with another episode.
2: Yes. T'Challa, anything you want to close with, or have you uh, left? The room? I
0: had to go answer the phone. <laughs> T'Challa's like, "Yeah, I'm out. I'm done." Yeah. Now the phone was ringing, and I was like, "Come oh, answer <laughs> that once."
2: Alrighty. So yeah, um, we'll be back next week, I suppose, unless you know, for whatever reason, people complain very much about this episode. Um,
0: <laughs> with the people, people will be writing in agreeing that we need this as a segment.
2: No, I no. If it involves me having to continue to read this stuff, no, Ooh, no, no. Monster porn. Oh, no, that's okay. That's, that's yeah. quite all right.
1: <laughs> all right. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.